Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Chia Dogu with the Bulletproof Entrepreneurial Podcast. Welcome to the third episode of what I like to call the Summer Personal Development Series. In this episode, we're going to be listening to the interview I had with Cardiff D. Hall. So we get really rough, rugged, raw, and real in this interview. We talk about how to turn the tide from debt, depression, and despair to success. So Cardiff really shared a lot about his own personal journey because uh, out there in the entrepreneurial space and the personal development space, we always hear about the positives, the rah-rah, you know, the motivation, all the, the things that try to uplift your spirit. But we never talk about the, the, the challenges and the struggles that most people face every day. So in this episode, Cardiff tells us, he really gets deep, he tells us, you know, some of the struggles and the challenges he faced, you know, personal, emotional challenges, you know, getting into debt to the tune of over $40,000, and then how he he decided that one day he had had enough of just living life on um, on, on the on the floor of life, you know. So he decided to pick himself up. He dusted himself off. He, he, he gathered his resources. He gathered his wits. And then he started working hard to get himself out of the hole he was in. And then today he's the author of a book titled Tide Turners. He's also an internationally recognized public speaker, teacher, and trainer. He still has his job, but he has personal clients on the side. And he's living his best life. So I'm really glad to bring this episode to you guys. And of course, as a special treat, today is June 27th, which is also Cardiff's birthday. So I made a special note to release this episode today on his birthday. So happy birthday, Cardiff. And to all of you out there listening to the show, I really think you're going to get a, a kick out of it. And you're really going to get some actionable, applicable, practical tools to help you turn the tide in your life. So with that said, I'm going to hand it over to the segment of the interview where I talked with Cardiff. Bye. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Bulletproof Entrepreneur Podcast. My guest today is Cardiff D. Hall. Cardiff is a respected entrepreneur, international renowned public speaker. He helps entrepreneurs and business owners master key productivity skills by offering best-in-class coaching and accountability service to help them achieve their goals. Cardiff dug himself out of a mess. He was a young entrepreneur and a young career guy, but he found himself struggling with challenges of life. And at one point, he got down in the hole to $40,000. And he now decided, you know what, I can't live this life of just continually struggling, continually dealing with debt. So he pulled himself together. He worked hard on himself and in mindset. And today, he's now a foremost entrepreneur. He came out of debt. He now teaches people how to do the same thing. He took a um, um, Dave Ramsey's courses and all that stuff. So, you know, he's, he's one of us. He's, he's, he knows what it feels like to be down in the trenches to try and work and bring yourself out of the hole and still keep struggling until you finally make that decision to come out of it. And he's here to give you that inspirational insights to help you finally lay hold of what you need to do to achieve your dream of success. His book is titled Tide Turners, and he's going to explain a little bit more about that. But I'm pleased to have uh, Cardiff on the show today to tell us more about himself, his business, his background, and of course, his expertise in helping people achieve success on their own terms. So Cardiff, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's fantastic. When you talk about where I've been, I, I took my mind back into that place, which is like, gosh, you know what? I, I was that guy. 
I was that broke guy that was $40,000 in debt. And here I am. And wow, it's a, it's an upgrade of myself. And I'll, I'm so glad I'm here because I'm going to be able to share some nuggets, share some things for your emerging entrepreneurs to really grasp on. But the thing that's really important is that they have to make a decision. They have to make mm-hmm. a choice. And I hope they make the right choice to keep going forward. Yeah. So, Cardiff, tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I laid out a brief overview, but tell us about yourself, uh, your background. What's your backstory? What's your um, origin yeah. story? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm a middle child. So I was the middle. My my oldest uh, brother, he was the valedic, almost valedictorian. And here I was, a C student. And I had a, a number of friends and I was very easy to, to you know, to make friends. And I would just be the guy that people would want to be around. If there were then Cardiff is always invited because he he's he's the spark. He's the energy that we need. And so I remember telling my mom and dad that I was going to be a president or vice president of a company, mm-hmm. of a big company. And so that was always my mantra. I love business. I I love the the ability to to sell things and why do people buy and and that led me into a corporate career. Mm-hmm. And Along my corporate career, I was advancing rapidly. I was always being promoted. I was getting to that. I could see the staircase, and I was climbing up that staircase to the vice president's job. Yeah. And I remember like it was yesterday. I took – I was a sales uh, division leader. Um, there were 13 or 14 uh, sales divisions. I was uh, taking over a team that was in the 13th place, if you may call it that, mm-hmm. of this uh, company. And I transformed them within a year. And my team went from 13th place to third place in one year. That does not happen overnight. And I began to just get this team to a different level. And my team won a trip to Maui. And we were rewarded fantastically for that. And no sooner than about two months after we got back from Maui, I came into a boardroom and immediately I saw my manager who had flown in from a different city. I saw I saw someone from HR sitting there and I knew something was wrong. Well, let me let me back up a little bit, because that night before my wife had said, there's this extra amount of money from your company that you work for. Did you get a bonus? And I scratched my head and I didn't, no, I don't think I got a bonus. And I said, it must be a mistake. Accounting did some things wrong. Mm. I'll take care of it tomorrow. Yeah. And so as I was in that boardroom, I was slid across a piece of paper that basically said, your last day of employment with our company is today hmm. and you need to sign this and you need to leave the premise immediately. And, and here I was, I, I sat back into this chair and I began to think, wait, what did I do? I took a, a, a team that was underperforming to a team that made them successful. Mm-hmm. I was doing and bringing in the revenue and the profit and the sales for the company. And here I was, I was the odd man out. And I I just couldn't believe what was happening. Within an hour of getting to work, I was home 
at my place with my wife was at work and it was just my dog and I. And I remember I couldn't even get up to turn on a light when it got dark. Mm. And I, I laid on the couch and and I, I was trying to process everything. And, and my wife comes home because I didn't call her. Yeah. And and she comes home and what what's wrong? What's going on? And of course, the dog's always happy to see you, you know anyone. <laughs> and she, dog doesn't know, but you know I had to tell her. I had to tell her that I was fired. And, and what did you do? I I, I didn't do anything. Yeah. You, <laughs> the made, you made them money. You turned things around. <laughs> <laughs> and that caused an awakening within my soul. Mm-hmm. That caused me to really question, why am I here? Mm. And I remember before I, I asked to go to the bathroom. Well, I actually didn't go to the bathroom. I actually had to go outside. I was downtown Minneapolis. I just had to walk around because I couldn't I, – I just couldn't process what was going on. And I wanted to get out of the building. And so I was walking around. It was August time frame, walking around the streets. I came to a Barnes & Noble. In the front of that Barnes & Noble, I saw a book called Purpose Driven Life. Mm. And I – Again, think, what purpose, purpose-driven life? Here I was fired. Is that part of this purpose-driven life? And so I went in and, and I picked up the book, came back. I, I was taken home. And I began to just to do some analysis within myself and, and, and try to figure this, this whole thing called life out. Because if this was how life was going to be, I, I didn't want to be a part of it to, yeah. to get where I wanted to go to be that vice president. Mm-hmm. So quickly I began to begin to look for you know a new job. And here's one thing that really uh, – that I just didn't know – as a corporate guy, right? I got an, I got this information from the state that said, okay, you qualify for, you know, uh, you know, some, some help from the state. And I had this idea is like, no, no, I, I, I don't need your help. You know, I, I, I don't need that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a fighter. I don't need the help. And in, in, in any case, I, I went and, and I accepted their help from the state. Yeah. But, as I was there and I'm, I'm sitting there and, 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 and I'm amongst others whom I would not, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to associate with. And, and, and I really began to, to think through how grateful am I, right? These people are struggling, you know, really have hardcore struggles. And here I was, I was in Maui at a beautiful resort. Yes, I was fired. Yes, I need to take action and look for a new job. But these people that I was around, the people that I that I was put in place in winning this office, they're working job to job and they can't hold a job. Mm-hmm. And I began I just that moment, gee, I would just be I, I began to get overwhelmed and, and I and was just grateful. I was grateful for the opportunity to to see that type of environment because I've never, I was never exposed to that. You know, I knew things like that were out there and things. And so it really challenged me. It's like, how do I, how do I give back? How can I, how can I help? 
you know, once I get back on my own feet, what can I do? So there is no doubt in my mind that this, this piece of me getting fired was part of my journey. Mm. And in doing so, then it began to open my mind to other things. And eventually I had a friend call me up and said, Cardiff, I have an opportunity. I know you, you know, you just got back into uh, your job and I think you may like it. And, you know, he showed me something and I said, well, I've never done anything like this before. And it was a network marketing thing. And I've heard about those things. And I'm like, I'm not a network marketing guy, but here's what I decided. I said, well, you know what? Maybe this could be the thing that just, just brings more validation to who I am. What is my purpose? Right. But I started and I failed and I started and failed and had some sex, had some success in that and it didn't. But the one thing that it did, the one thing, it brought me to this thing called self-development. And it's interesting in corporate America, the companies that I worked for didn't talk about self-development. They didn't talk about making yourself better. They didn't talk about working on your mindset. They didn't, they were all about numbers. You produce and you get me revenue. You see, and so I fell on this. Well, why do you think that? Why do you think that is, though? Because I know a lot of companies focus strictly on your specific skill set, so they want you to take continuing education courses to sharpen your skill set. But the mindset stuff and this work that needs to be done internally to help you be the person that can do the job—they don't focus on that. So, why do you think that is? Well. I believe, and I, again, I don't know this for sure, but I believe that 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 it's so far like um, it, it's like it's a mystery, right? Mm-hmm. So they they can't physically see it. Yeah. So right, they're like, okay, if I invest in this training for my employees, what's the true output of this going to be, okay. right? So because executive management is always looking at return on investment yeah. and what is it and it's going to, is it going to be one is it going to bring us more you know revenue is it going to be help help me be more profitable mm-hmm. and if if you can't physically well yes if you spend $5000 on this investment for your employees we expect your sales to go by you know to grow by x yes it's it's very squishy it's it's not fact laden yeah it's not cement. And so a lot of executives have a hard time understanding. It's like, I, no, I, you know, I'll get a book, and I, but I'm not going to tell my folks to, to do this. But they want you to work on, can you can you fill out a spreadsheet? Okay, if you can't, then let me send you to an Excel class or, yeah. you know, this class. Yeah. So you could be a, you, that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it really comes down to the, the, the numbers piece because they don't, they're always looking for that return, yeah. right? Or when can I get, you know, if I spend this, when can I get that return back? And that's the thing that's very, it's a variable cost. We don't know, but it's proven. It is proven over time mm-hmm. that it, it it does help the company, right? It does help the staff and employees. Yeah. So I began to do this self-development training on my own as part of this network marketing thing that I was doing, this network marketing business. And as I invested in myself, as I invested in trainings and in reading, I fell in love with self-development. I fell in love with mindset. I fell in love with this 
this SD thing. And I began to really implement it in the network marketing business. And in fact, I began to grow and the business began to grow. And therefore, here I was, I was excelling at something that I really didn't know anything about, but I was excelling my mindset and myself in a different way, which has transformed me. Yeah. And, and so I, I fell into this self-development pool. I began to be, to be heavily invested in it. I was taking my own, you know, funds and, you know, investing in myself. And eventually it came to a point where I was on a flight, uh, for my corporate job. I, I got the upgrade, the first class and, and all I wanted to do was physically just work, you know, because I'm coming back, I had meetings and I just want to knock out email. I want to just to work, not focus on people. Don't talk to my neighbor. I just want to focus on getting uh, the job done and be being productive on a two and a half hour flight. Yeah. And as we're climbing up, it was kind of a rainy kind of day. I'm sitting on the right side of the airplane by the window in um, seat number two. So I don't know if that's two way, probably it's two way. So I'm on the right side, um, but I'm on the right side sitting in a nice big seat and we, we head up and we climb out and we go above the clouds and it's just crystal clear and it's amazing. And the, the, you hear the, the people say, you know, you can turn on your laptops. And, and so I turn mine on and I'm waiting for it to warm up. And, and as I look out to the right side of the plane, I hear this voice and this voice says, write a book. Hmm. And I, and I, I just shake it off and I'm like, okay, my, my computer's up. I'm going to go back to, to, to working or I can start to work now. And again, this voice says, write a book. Now you're probably listening to this and you're saying, come on, Cardiff, really? You're hearing these voices in your head. You, you, you made that up. No, I'm serious. I'm very honest with you. If you if you read my book, I am I am extremely open. I'm vulnerable. I am honest. I hear the voice. I know the voice is from God. I truly know that. I sit back in my seat, and I begin to have this conversation with this voice that I tell the voice that I don't have time. I didn't go to school to be an author. I did not. Do I, I cannot do this. This is not who I am. This is not the track that I want to go on. You got the wrong guy. Case closed. I'm out. And so I go back to working on my laptop. Third time, the voice comes. A little bit stronger now. Write a book. So um, I lean back in the chair. I get a pad of paper out. And I begin to sketch titles to a book that I don't even know how to begin to write. I write two titles down and, and I'm thinking like, well, what do I say in this book? And am I going to write the book? I mean, do I really, this is, is this happening? So I'm still having this like inner conversation now. So I come home, I tell my wife, um, I, I had a crazy experience on a flight and I was and I was talking to a voice. <laughs> she starts laughing. <laughs> but I said, "Here's I want to take a look at these two titles of a book." She's like, "A book?" She said, "Yeah, I'm I'm going to write a book." 
and I, and I need to know which title do you like the best? Because that's the title that we'll go with. She's like, are you serious? We had this conversation. The next morning, 4.30 a.m., I wake up and I start to write, a, write this book. And so I, I share with you and your listeners that it is, this is a journey that we're on. And we just have to be open to possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm so grateful for listening. I'm so grateful for taking action. I found a group of individuals to support me and to, to, I could be around with them. I found an author coach and things began to fall in place that I didn't even know was possible. Mm. So talk about some of those things that started falling into place once you started taking action. Yeah. So one of the things is as I was beginning to write this manuscript and again, I didn't know how to structure a book. And, and, and so I remember, um, I listened to a lot of podcasts. One of the podcasts I listened to, she is, is John Lee Dumas, his entrepreneur on fire. Yes. You know, boom. Is, of, he's, he's, of which you were a guest not too long ago. So well, yeah, okay. Okay. Well, now I've got a story about that too. So, <laughs> so hang on. We'll come back to that. So I'm listening to this and, and there's this guy talking about uh, authors and, and it piqued my interest because here I was, I'm writing a book. I don't know anything about the, the industry. And I was like, oh, me, I got to pay attention. So I'm, I'm really focused in. And he, he talks about a webinar that he's having. And so immediately, you know, uh, I'm an addict for learning. And so I sign up for the webinar. But just like 98% of the people listening, you sign up, but you don't attend. Yes. Right? And so I sign up for millions of webinars, a lot of webinars. And I get the recording. Ah, I'm too busy. Don't, want, don't watch the recording. But something happens on a Sunday because the recording is available for three days. I forget about it, but something on Sunday after we get home from church, a light bulb goes off and it says, you got to watch the webinar. And so I tell my wife, you know, it's going to be an hour webinar. I'm on the webinar. It's in the, it's close to two hours. Mm. And at the end of that, there's an invitation to apply to be coached by this gentleman. I'm like, I don't even know this guy. And do I have a chance to be coached by this, this, you know, six time person, you know, author. And, and so I fill out the application and next thing I know, I've got an interview and I'm accepted into his program. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You see, those things just don't happen. Yeah. Right. Because I, you can say, well, Cardiff, you were at the right time. What if I didn't listen to that John Lee Dumas episode? Yeah. Because I, you know, I, I don't listen to every, every single one, but I tune in mm-hmm. periodically. I tune in at the right time. So what that did is it got me around a group of authors that were writing different books who are at different, different places in the process. But I, I was able to surround myself with some very talented people. And matter of fact, those individuals are part of a mastermind mm-hmm. and I'm part of that mastermind now. And I mean, and, and, and that's just one example, right? Where I didn't believe in myself. I might not have taken the steps to, to physically fill out that application because I was scared. You see, I, I was, many of you know that, you know, she talked about my past and I have had financial, you know, difficulties. Yeah. Well, this program, it wasn't a dollar program. It wasn't cheap, Right. It's, it's, it's a five, this, you know, five plus program. Yeah. And here I was like, well, I don't know. Right. Because your past, 
right, creeps in, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, you 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 did this before, and see what happened. Mm-hmm. And so that was always there, but but something spoke to me as as it said, no, you need to invest. You need to look at this not as an expense, but as an investment. And see, we're all about, you know, putting money away for the future in our 401ks or, you know, whatever, right? But people don't want to invest in themselves. They look at that as an expense. And that took me a long time to really kind of understand that from a mindset perspective. Yeah. Is it an investment or is it an expense? And, and my, my mentorship, my mastermind has helped me with that. And so I looked at this as an investment. And this investment that I made in myself obviously has taken the book to a number one new release. When it was released, it, it's propelled me into coaching entrepreneurs now. It's, it's, it's propelled me into speaking in front of audiences now. All of this is ha- it has happened, right? And so... I'm grateful and blessed, and it's a long story of where I've been and where I've come from, Chi, but I wanted to share it with you and your audience so you can know that, you know, hey, I I had aspirations. I'm, you know, I love business. I, 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 you know, I'm for business, but there was something else that was pulling my heartstrings. Mm. It was saying, you know what, you've got purpose. And once I found what that purpose is to inspire is to help people level up their productivity. Hmm. And and that's what I do, right? So if you can imagine an iceberg, right? So just imagine an iceberg right now, you can see the top of this iceberg, but what you don't see is the stuff below, right? Yeah. You always at the top and we look at all the success that people have and and you can think of you, the, whoever you deem successful, that person, you put them up at the top of the mountain, right? Mm-hmm. They're successful and you follow them or you buy their products and everything else. But what you don't see, right, what you don't see is all the stuff below. Yeah. How do they plan their day? How are they focused? What are they doing in the evening? Are they crushing it? Are they working? Or are they not working, right? Are they working all the time? They must be working all the time because they're successful. They work all the time and see that myth. I'm telling you, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe the people who I thought were successful, oh, these people are working all the time. They don't have a life. Mm-hmm. That is so far, that is not true. You see, the successful people who you deem successful, they're very clear on their priorities and they obviously have a life outside of what they do. Yes. Right? And so... I had to get clear on my priorities. And that's what I'm helping entrepreneurs do is getting clear for the output during the day. And I, and I help all the stuff that kind of goes below that iceberg. I help all of that, help them get better so they can level up their productivity to be successful. Okay. So now you mentioned two things before you got to this stage. And so the first one I want to ask you is, how can someone discover their purpose? If, if take for example, somebody listening to this podcast is in a corporate job, but they know they're feeling dissatisfied with what they're doing, they don't have any passion for what they're doing, but they want to do something else, but they just don't know what 
they want to do. They just know that what they're doing right now is not it. So how mm-hmm. can that person discover or decipher what their passion is before they now decide to take the plunge and go right. after their dreams? Sure. Well, just like many people, many people are frustrated with their nine to five job or their weekend jobs and like, ah, you know, I I hate that grind. Well, the very first thing that that it would appear to your purpose is in something that you are passionate about, that you truly love. Right. So you need to sit down tonight after listening to this or tomorrow morning. And if you're you find yourself in a space where gosh, I, I know I can do something else, but I just don't know what it is. I want you to write down, what do I enjoy doing? When I'm not working, what do I, when I do this, it doesn't feel like work to me. Physically figure out what that is. Is it speaking for you? Is it culinary? When you cook, when you create in the kitchen, you're, you feel alive. You feel like you could do this forever because you don't get tired. You see, once we step into our purpose, we don't get tired. We stepped into our passion. So that's what I always tell my clients. Okay, let's let's sit back. What what do you what do you like to do? Well, I like to garden. Well, I can't make any money out of gardening. Well, okay, well, who said you can't? Have you seen the landscapers? Have you seen some of the homes are landscaping? They're, they're landscaping $10 million homes. You can't make money? Okay, so we always discount what we can't do because, oh, that just doesn't, that's not possible. Right? Yeah. And so it comes down to figuring out what do I love to do that gives me energy? Mm. And don't put the other side of your hat on your brain and tell you, you can't do that. Well, you, can't, you can't, you can't make money from that. Yeah. You can't make money from that. It's interesting that, um, I, we, my family and I used to have a dog and we had, had a dog sitter, right? And now in our neighborhoods, I see dog walkers, mm-hmm. people to come to your house that will take care of your loved one while you're away. And they'll walk your dogs. And some people have, would say that you can't make money walking dogs. Really? <laughs> so I, I challenge you. I, I, and, and when you do this activity, I want you to email me. I'll give you my email address because I want to know what you're going to do. I want to know, hey, I, I, I listen to the podcast and I, I'm sorting out things, what I, what my purpose is. But here's some things I enjoy doing, and I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I want, I want to, I want to cheer for you. I want to say, let's, let's do it, right? Now, you have to take with a grain of salt. Like, let's say that, you know, well, I, I want to play in the NFL, or I want to play Major League Baseball. Yeah. Have you, have, have you played football in the past? Well, no. Okay. Well, uh, do you train? Uh, a little bit. Okay, <laughs> at least we have, you know, and so, but you have to understand that road is going to be a, little, a lot longer for you, yeah. right? Because now the, the stats, if you didn't play, you know, professional or you didn't play any sports, that likelihood is very, very, that window is very, very small, yeah. right? That's true. So you, you want to do something that you are extremely passionate about. And once you find that passionate thing, then you can fulfill your purpose. Great. So the next question, 
now that we've discovered our purpose, so I, I want to harken back to when you were facing financial difficulty because another problem most emerging entrepreneurs have is that, you know what, the reason why they can't leave their job to go start their entrepreneurial venture is because, A, they don't have enough money to sustain themselves, they don't have a runway or a cushion, or B, they're so deep in debt, maybe student debt or mortgage or something, that mm-hmm. they don't know how to dig their way out of that, so they feel stuck in this job. So now, yep. what are some practical steps they can take to either A, start um, digging themselves out, out of that debt hole, and then going after their business? Because I think this is one of the key things that holds people back in not going after their dreams. Sure. Well, the very first thing, and, and I'm very thankful that I experienced this because I went through Dave Ramsey, which taught me some good financial principles, mm-hmm. right? These are habits. And see, the habits, we're, we, we, as a, we as people, we, we don't have very good habits as it gets to finances, yeah. right? Because it's, we, we see it, we want it, right? Like, oh, I'll pay for it later kind of attitude. And it doesn't help that marketing companies of Visa and MasterCard and Discover, American Express, they make it so tempting for us to like pull like, yes, you need that to vacation, uh-huh. right? Um, airlines do the same thing. And, and it's, it's marketing. And so what we need to, we need to build up our, our, our financial, financial muscle, right? And so the, the very first thing I I would encourage anyone to do is if you are not telling where your finances to go, like from a, either a spreadsheet or um, some type of budget, some kind of worksheet, you, you, you're, you're not, you're, you're not being financially smart, right? Because think about this. If you can't handle that well, once you do have a successful business, how are you going to handle that well? And I'm speaking truth here. Right. If we can't manage our money well before we get into managing our business well, we, we have some issues. So the very first thing is you need to tell your money where to go, where it goes. Yeah. Meaning you need to, if I don't care how much you make, you need to understand where is every penny of that going. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 my idea number one. And again, I am not a financial planner. Okay, so I'm gonna state that right now. Yeah. <laughs> But but I want to tell you some of the things that I did to help me get unraveled out of this hole I was in. And the second thing is you just need to start chipping away at all of your debt, right? Laid out on a spreadsheet. If you're not a spreadsheet person, you need to physically write it out and figure it out. You need to figure out, okay, how much do I owe? Who do I owe? How much is the minimum payment? What is the interest rate for each of these? And then you need to start with the lowest one. And you, you hear some 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 talk like, well, you need to pay the, the most money and the highest interest rate one first. Yes. I disagree. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I disagree with that. Yes long term, but here's the thing we're going to do. What we're going to do is we're going to focus on the, your lowest oh, that you owe. Whatever debt is, let's say you owe $100 to, mm-hmm. to whoever, right? You want to focus on that first. You want to make the minimum payments on the others. You want to take anything that's left over that you've, that you've allocated for your, your, your debts, and then you want to plop it down on that, that least expense, right? That $100, Right. Let's say you can make 15 on one, 20 on another, 100 on this, but you can take 
you know, $300 and put it on, on, or that, you know, you can take a hundred dollars and you can pay it off immediately, yeah. pay that off immediately. Don't look at the minimum payment amount. And so you, you do this process. It's called the snowball technique. Dave Ramsey teaches it. That's where I learned it. If you have not heard of Dave Ramsey, definitely check him out. But if you not, if you don't know the snowball uh, technique in, in financial um, elimination of debt, take a look at that principle that he teaches. This is what I use to get myself out of this this hole. Right. And so those that would do those two things. Now, you talked the second part of it was like, OK, kind of going after your business. I think everyone isn't made out to be an entrepreneur. Mm. OK. And, and, and that may stink. <laughs> OK. Everyone isn't made out to be an entrepreneur. There are certain skill sets that you have to develop. Now, can I say that you, you can't physically um, develop those skills. No, you can develop those skills, but some of us, some of us need guidance. Some of us need to be told, Hey, you know what? I need you to do this, this, and this for this week and get it back to me. Great. Love taking direction. They, they, they got direction and they do. Right. And so you need to understand what type of person are you? Are you a person that likes that and thrives in that environment? Great. Right. But you have this passion to do something else Then I encourage you to make that a nice side passion for you that creates revenue for you. Yeah. You still got your nine to five job, but you're doing something on the side that you love to do. You're bringing in some extra income and then you can use that extra income to pay down some debt or save for college or whatever it is, whatever it is for you and your family. But. It, it really takes a different mindset to to be able to remove yourself from, okay, I'm in this environment from a nine to five perspective. And now I have the perspective of, okay, no one's going to tell me what to do. I have to figure out my own. I've got to be motivated enough to physically, you know, move forward. And I think a lot of emerging entrepreneurs struggle with that. Yes, they do. Right? Oh, it's a nice sunny day out. Let's go play golf. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, hey, my buddies are calling me. I better go play golf. Wait a minute. What about the business? Ah, uh, I do the business. I'll work on Saturday. <laughs> right? Saturday comes. Uh, I, I got. I can't. I don't have time for this. I'll do it on Monday. Mm -hmm. You see, so there's really a dichotomy that must happen and transition that must happen when one decides to say, you know what, this is my passion. I have the the mindset and I have the ability to make that transition. Can can you help me? Yeah. Right. And and absolutely we can help you. But it does it does take it does take that leap, that ability to physically make that transition. So that's that's some practical advice that I have for those of you that are going after your business who maybe, you know, you thrive in that, you know, I like that camaraderie of being around other people and and i got my my thing to do during the day and at the end of the day i i don't have to bring it home with me great mm -hmm. right that's that's fantastic but and then you have something else well, make it a passion make this make it a side thing you can do and pour your energy into that and then for those of you that are like no gosh you know what? i i truly believe i've got this this mindset i know i have it in me then 
then what do you do? You, you make that transition slowly over time, right? You, you save enough in the, in the bank to give yourself a cushion, right? You don't, I would never encourage anyone, never encourage anyone she, to unplug from their day job mm-hmm. with no savings, yeah. no safety net and say, oh, I'm going to start this business. Absolutely not. Yeah. It must be done in tandem. Yeah. Very true. Very, very true. So, Cardiff, as we start to wind down the show, I just want to ask you a couple wrapping up questions because you really yeah. delved deep into this and you've given lots of practical advice. But before I, I think I just remembered, before I even get into the wrapping up questions, you had a story you wanted to share concerning how you got on um, EO Fire, the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I, and I was just going to ask you if I could share that story. Yes. So um, when I first started my self-development journey, I, I did find uh, a fellow named John Lee Dumas. I did not know him, and I really loved this podcast. And in fact, I decided to – because I'm a, a vision person, so I, I cut out his logo, and I put it in my office. And I told myself, one day, one day I'm going to be on EO Fire. And, and my other ego just kind of laughed at me like, oh, you're not an entrepreneur, <laughs> you know? And so every day I looked, I looked at that logo. Every day I'm like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I don't know when. I don't know how. I'm going to be – because he's talking to the best of the best. And yes. I'm, not, I'm not there yet. No, I'm not there yet. So um, obviously followed Johnny Dumas and knew that he was doing something with his, um, his journals that he just put out. At that time, Mastery Journal and the Freedom Journal. And I had gone, I had gone through those journals. I had gone through two rounds of those journals, and I, I really enjoyed them. They helped me be more productive. I was accomplishing goals. And so he had um, – he opened it up and said, you know, hey, you know, send in a, a video and tell me, you know, X, Y, Z. And it, it has to be under, you know, two minutes or something. And, and so I sent it in. And when I sent it in, I'm like, no, I don't – I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. And so I get an email back and it says, you've been selected to be one of 25 to be on the Johnny, to be interviewed by Johnny Dumas. Wow. I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, here's the crazy thing. He was my first interview. He was my first podcast. Are you serious? I'm serious, man. (laughs) I was so, I'm like, he is, if you don't know who John Lee Dumas is, you're, I want, you you need to stop and you need to go check out this guy. He he is, is, you know, he's one of the best of, of, in terms of entrepreneurs. Um, And here I was going to be on a giant podcast, never been on a podcast before. And so, um, it, it went well. I can't remember what episode I was, but if you want to share my episode, yes, it's, uh, um, yes, just, I'll, I'll put a link on it. I can't remember yeah, why that, I listened to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, so that's my, so, so, so here's, here's the thing with that. So the, the principle of, of this, never count yourself out. Yes. And if you are a visionary person, if you like, pictures and, and you're, you're that kind of person who reminds yourself of why you're doing something, I would cut, cut out photos, do whatever you need to do, make yourself a vision board and put put it where you see it every single day. Yeah. And and don't discount, well, I'll never have that. I'll never be on that podcast. I, I, I'll never, I'll never, because that's not going to work. I just told myself, I believe one day I'm going to be on Johnny Dewey's podcast. I didn't know how. I don't know how. And, and here's one thing I do believe. I'll, I, I believe I'll be on this podcast again. Yeah. I do. But that's the story I want to share awesome. with, with, with your listeners. And, 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 I, and I love that because, you know what? 
I, I forget if it's from Think and Grow Rich or one of those books that I've read in the past where it just says, it just, I think it's even from the Bible. It said, write the vision. Yes. Write yes. the vision and make it plain. Uh, he that yeah. reads may run with it or something like that. Yeah. And, is, and, yeah. and, look, and look at what just happened. You just put it on your wall and your vision board. You didn't know how it was going to happen. You didn't even think about how it was going to I didn't happen. Think, I didn't think about how. You just I, went about your business and boom, yes. it happened. So yep. one exactly. thing to take away from this story, guys, is that this principle works for everything in life. It yeah. works absolutely for Like even myself, I've used it so many times. I've used it for my immigration to Canada. I used it when I was in college. Like before I got to college in the United States, in high school, I must have been a C student at best. You know, mm. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I didn't really take it too, too, too strenuously. I just did my best to make sure I didn't fail. But when I right. got to college, I was like, you know what? I want to come out with summer cum laude. I wouldn't have dreamt <laughs> in high school that I'd be a summer cum laude student. But I was like, wow. you know, my mom is sending me to America Paying a yeah. lot of money in dollars, I have to at least give her the best so that she can be happy. So I put mm. it on my wall, and for every awesome. day for three years, I looked at that thing. And mm. by the by the day I was going to graduate, I had one class left to do, and I couldn't stay another extra semester. So I said, you know what? I'll study a book, and mm-hmm. then I'll go take the test. And if I pass, I get a P. Now, if I had not gotten that P. Mm my GPA would have gone below the threshold for the summer con loud. But because I wow. got that P, it just put me straight there. I got, wow. I got out with like a 3.9. And I was like, man, that is incredible. I just, kept telling, I just kept telling him, I said, that is incredible because there's no way. Everybody in school thought I was like this hotshot smart guy from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is fantastic, man. That, that is so, I mean, I love you. I love hearing that because it happens. And if you yes. don't discount what we're saying here, folks, okay, because that stuff happens, yeah. okay? All so. Yeah, so be cut out whatever you need to do. Cut out whatever you are aiming for this year. Cut the picture out and just place it somewhere where you'll see it every single day. Don't worry about how you're going to accomplish it. Just know that if I continue to do the work, the work is going to be compounded. Mm-hmm. And just like what happened here, right, you, you got that P, which elevated you to that Kumi Kanlari status. Yeah. Awesome. So now, a few wrapping up questions. Tell us some of your great resources that have helped you achieve your goals in life, whether it's books, podcasts, tapes, messages, what have you. Yeah, boy, I'm a, I'm a book junkie. As I, as, I, <laughs> as I skin over to the left here, y'all can't see my bookshelf, but um, yeah, let me give you a couple of my great, my great books. Um, this is a small one, but there's a lot of great wisdom in this one. It's, it's by Og Mandino, okay. the great, the greatest salesman. I do do not discount this book if you are not in sales. This is not a book about sales. Okay, it's there's a lot of deep meaning in that book by Og Mandino. You mentioned one of the one of the favorites, one of the old time favorites, Napoleon Hill. Yes, Think and Grow Rich. I mean, that one never gets old. I, I understand there's a new um, updated version. Yeah, there's a movie too. There's a movie too, right. So obviously it's good enough to, to wear the, the, the test of time and, and that is a fantastic book. Um, 
as I scan, I'm trying to think. Another one that I've read multiple times. What is here? Um, I like to read a book more than once. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to give you some books I've read more than once. Um, gosh. Let me see. Oh. Oh, this one is good. Um, hang on. Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Yes. That's a good one. It's it's a good one. It's a it's a book, folks. If you've not heard about this, he he survives the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and it, there's some parts you just you know the, if it's very emotional, just put it down, you know, and you can come back to it. But there's a lot of good 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 um, wisdom in that in 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 that book. So those are a couple of books uh, of a course podcast. So many great podcasts. This yeah. is one of them. But um, one of my good friends, Nicole Holland, if yeah. you have not heard of her, it's called the Business Building Rockstars Show. She is amazing. Yes. She brings on great guests. Yes. And um, you, you cannot go wrong with that. With that, um, I try to limit the amount of uh, podcasts that I do listen to mm-hmm. um, because I, I think you can get to, especially if you're listening to podcasts that, that – to do how to, mm-hmm. you know, help you how to this, um, you can get information overload. Yes. And so I am very selective on what I, I, I tune into. If it's mindset, um, obviously tune in into that, this, the BBR show. I love to hear other people's stories. So if there's a lot of great stories, perhaps I can pull out a nugget. Oh, you know what? I didn't think of that. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, and Nicole Holland, she does a great job with questions and she gets to pull those nuggets out from her guest. And, uh, I would say for sure, Nicole Holland's podcast. And of course we, we talked about Johnny Dumas's podcast, yeah. Entrepreneur on Fire than yours. And the thing with podcasts, like even this one is, as much as it is a how-to, it's guys, it's not about the how-to, it's about you taking action, you know? Yeah. So you can get yeah. the how-to from a lot of places, and don't get me wrong, a lot of people have great content out there, but guess what? Just because I have one way of doing something, and Cardiff has one way of doing something, and John has one way of doing something... Pick one way of doing it and just go do it. You don't need to know how everybody does the same thing, you know? You just need to know somebody that resonates with you the most. Learn what they're doing and just follow that step. Because if you sit down and you start gathering all the information, it's it's like a formula. It's like baking a cake. You can get a recipe to bake a banana cake from everybody. But me being from Nigeria, we'll probably have a little bit of spice in there that somebody else <laughs> <laughs> from Jamaica is not going to have. So you know what it was Jamaica spice with Nigerian yeah. spice with spice yeah. from Minnesota? Yeah, it's not going to taste right. It's just right. right. <laughs> that is so true. And, you know, hey, I, I was I was one of them. I, had so, I was taking in so much content because I thought that's what you had to do, right? Yeah. And you you nailed it when you said you know you're making a recipe. Do you put in all the stuff that's not needed? Yeah, will it help? It probably won't help. But um, I, I'm always a fan of few less is more. Yeah. Yeah. So limit limit the consumption. Just take action. Limit the buying of courses. That's another thing too, because I know a lot oh. of people buy courses, courses, courses. The hard drives are filled with courses. 
yet they don't take action. This, this, yeah. Cardiff has shown you that, you know, it's all about the taking action. He found a book, read it, it resonated with him, he did it. He got the Mastery Journal, he did it, he took action, boom. You know, he needed to crawl out of debt. Dave Ramsey took the steps, boom, got out of debt. Everything is step, 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 go. And yeah. that's what you need to follow. That's why I'm emphasizing this so much because a lot of the principle Cardiff has already mentioned is just taking the steps. The mindset things will work themselves out once you are ready to learn. So you learn, you take the action, you come out of the problem, and you face the next challenge. Yeah. So, Cardiff, my last question for you is, looking back on your career thus far, knowing what you know now, do you think there's anything you could have done differently to help you along on your journey to success? Mm. <laughs> yeah. There's one big thing. Uh, when I graduated college, I was not a fan of reading anything mm. because I, I read in college. Yes. Right? Because I did my did. I did I did my I did my tour of duty. I've read enough. I graduated. Now I just want to veg out. Yes. And so I didn't start reading seriously. And I mean, I'm talking about a book a month, right? Or at least uh, audio or, you know, either audio or vision, you know, holding your hands. Until I got to this self-development, after I was fired, it didn't, I didn't start doing that until I was in my 40s, right? And so there, if there is one thing I encourage you to do, the very first thing is if, you, if you're not reading a book right now or listening to a book right now, you better pick up a book. Mm-hmm. And maybe you start with one of the ones that we just talked about. Think and Grow Rich, right? Yes. The Greatest Salesman, Ogmandino, right? Victor Frankl's book, right? Man Search for Meaning. I don't, I don't, pick one and, and just read 10 pages a day. That's all. Yes. If you're not reading, and don't say, because I think a lot of people are like, well, I got to read this whole book. I'm like, no, you know what? You just got to read 10 pages a day mm-hmm. or listen to, whatever, the equivalent of 10 pages in an audio, one chapter, listen to one chapter, right, on an audible book. Mm -hmm. That is the one thing that I would do differently. The one thing. Because I I just didn't start doing that seriously until after I got fired, once I got into the self-development phase. But had I done that sooner, I think, who knows, right? We just don't know. Yeah. But here's here's one thing we 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 do know. We do know we can change our actions starting tomorrow. Yes. We do know that we can go to Amazon tonight and we can purchase a book. So we we can shape the future if we choose to. True. True. And it doesn't matter how many times you failed as long yeah. as you make the decision you got to decide from the inside that, you know, this is the time and you keep going. Forget about the past. Right. You know? Yep. Cardiff, my friend, it's been a pleasure having you on. I know we're supposed to talk for 20, 30 <laughs> minutes, but it's, it's run down to an hour and I loved every minute of it. But before I, I let it. you go, uh, tell us where people can find you, get to know more about you, reach out to you yeah. if they want to talk to you further, and of course, if they, where they can get the book. Yeah, absolutely. So you can head over to Cardiff D Hall. So it's C A R D I F F D Hall H A L L dot com. Uh, so check check that out. That's my main website. You can look me up under all social media: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Cardiff 
D. Hall. And I have something for you if you do have a book or if you don't have a book. I have the opening chapters to my book entitled Ty Turners. Once you head over to Cardiff D. Hall, just uh, put some information in. You'll get your free copy of that. And I hope you continue reading it and sharing it with someone you don't know. So I've got uh, kind of a try before you buy the book. But um, you can check out Amazon. It's got some really nice reviews. I didn't pay these people. (laughs) But some some authors pay people for reviews. Um, I I, I do not. Um, And so you can check out some of the reviews. And then I was serious, kind of at the start of this, we were talking about your purpose, right? And so I want you to email me if you have a passion to do something else and you're trying to wiggle it down. I want you to email me and let me know, here's the thing I'm going to be focusing on. This is my passion. I want to know so I can support you and perhaps I can give you a resource to kind of spur you along the way, right, for free. I'm not going to ask anything. I'm not going to add it to my list, mm-hmm. right? But I just want to be uh, supportive, with, you know, for you and with you along your own journey. And my email address is cardiffdhall at gmail.com. So it's cardiffdhall at gmail.com. Share with me what you are passionate about, where you're going, and I would love to uh, support you and, and, and to help you in any way I can. Awesome, awesome. And I'll put a link to all that in the show notes once the episode is published and ready to go live. So, Cardiff, my friend, it's been a pleasure talking to you for the past one hour. I really gained a lot from that interview. I, I took a lot of notes, and I and I hope somebody listening out there takes action on what we've talked about today because there's so much actionable words of wisdom here that, you know what, it's, it's time to stop consuming content, guys. Just take mm-hmm. action. Take take one thing from this is take action on one thing in your life that will help you change your life. And, of course, make a difference in where you want to be in the future. Yeah. It's just, what, three, oh, we're almost four months into 2018. If yeah. you start today, the day you're listening to this episode, I don't know when it is, you still have tons of time to accomplish 100% of your goals you set for yourself this year. Right. So, so just take action. So with that awesome. said, see awesome. you on the next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Cardiff, thanks for coming on the show. Great to be on. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the show today. If you love what you hear on today's episode of the podcast, go to iTunes and leave a review and a comment. It helps other great listeners like yourself find the show. And, of course, you can always find more episodes of the Bulletproof Entrepreneur Podcast at www.odogwu.com.